This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'll say this about Joe Biden and the Democrats. I knew a lot of them were criminals and propagandists. But I didn't know they were a bunch of damn perverts. <laughs> What's up? This is the uh, this is Mark K. Saves the Republic. I guess I did know some of them were, but like the Clintons, we all knew Bill Clinton was the big one of the biggest horn dogs. I guess he still is, right? He's still here. He hadn't died yet, right? No, Clinton's around. Um, but anyway, he's one of the biggest horn dogs who ever who ever lived. And it wasn't just Monica Lewinsky; it was a bevy of women. While he was governor of Arkansas, while he was a candidate Clinton, and of course, while he was in the White House, we still there's untold untold numbers of potential sex victims that uh that the president used for his own personal um i don't know ejaculatory i don't even know what you would he just because he's a damn horn dog and joe biden it seems to me as old as he is it seems to me that he's got similar tendencies not just the hair sniffing uh and not just the the groping and the touching and the whispering the creepy pay them more all that stuff but now he's inviting uh, pedophiliac, pedophiliac, pedophilia and type um, drag queens to the White House for bill signings, which again, I mean, the whole drag queen phenomenon, I'm not really under, I don't understand when sex became such a preeminent uh, driving force in this country's political policy, but it seems to have, it seems that like that's the case. All this gender stuff, the, the, uh, the, um, the drag queen story hours, which are huge. Um, and, you know, again, in my day, and I always, I always sound old when I say in my day, but I remember, and it wasn't too long ago, I'm old enough to remember when parents would keep their kids away from the houses where men dressed up like women and showed their butt cheeks and sang really loudly and wanted to, uh, wanted to read little books, read uh, books to little kids um, while, while wearing makeup. That was the house you avoided. You didn't talk to those people. Now parents are actively seeking out places where those kinds of people exist and, and, and forcing their kids to watch story hour with these, with these folks. Um, not only that, but Joe Biden has invited one now uh, to the white house to sign the respect for marriage act, which is uh, ironically named because what it does is it disrespects marriage and it also disrespects the state's individual abilities or uh, constitutional rights to decide what does constitute a marriage. I mean, that's, that's something that, and again, this will be fought. This will be overturned. Uh, but it, it's a never ending cycle. It's a never ending cycle of the Democrats saying, all right, what part of the Constitution can we try to get away with destroying today? And then they come up with some kind of bill or act or dictum or whatever. And they I probably shouldn't say dictum when I'm talking about drag queens. Um, but, you know, and, and then they send it out and they vote on it and it passes. And then Joe Biden signs it and they have this big fanfare and they invite drag queens to the White House. And uh, and then it goes to the Supreme Court because some states going to sue and say, I'm not I'm not I'm not I don't care if they got married in Connecticut or Vermont. I don't care if they went to Oregon and got uh, some kind of agreement that says these two dudes are married to each other here in Alabama. We don't recognize that or here in Tennessee. That's not our that's not our bag, baby. Um, and we're not going to recognize it or give them the kinds of, uh, you know, the kinds of state, uh, you know, sponsored benefits that that are given to married couples. Uh, this act basically forces states now to recognize that if you go get married in Connecticut, but you live in in Mississippi, 
Um, and you, you're you two dudes or two ladies, whatever. You go to, to Vermont and you have some maple syrup and you meet Bernie Sanders. And then you get you say, I do, I do. And you believe that you're wife and wife or man and man or woman and woman or whatever it is. And then you go back to Mississippi. Mississippi now, according to this Respect for Marriage Act, has to recognize that that civil union. Um, and then, Miss, and of course, Mississippi's going to someone go sue, probably all of them. Um, and I, and like I said, the, the Supreme Court will will knock it down, which is what they do. That's that's how they do it. But what's interesting to me is the obsession with sex. I've never seen it like this. And I know that it's like I know our founding fathers were sex maniacs. You know, they were virile, strong men, but they didn't dress up like women. Okay, they wore wigs, but that wasn't you know it wasn't the kind of wigs that these drag queens are wearing to. to uh, to story time, they weren't full, you know, Barbara Streisand, Celine Dion style wigs. They were just the little white wigs that dudes wore back then. I still don't know why, but they did. And so, and they still do in England. They wore knickers. I get it. But for example, Alexander Hamilton, you know, we know that guy was just, I mean, he just, you know, spread his seed all over the place, but it was with women. And he would, he had an, he had a pension for women. He had an attraction to women. His wife's sister i think he was having an affair with her then he was banging other you know it, it was a he did a lot of good uh, he also did a lot of bad uh thomas jefferson we know that there's there's the whole thing with what was her name the slave sally something or other i forget um anyway but you know and to this day there's whole, there's still the whole thing about jefferson and uh the slave that and the uh, descendants sally hemmings was her name thank you and the descendants of sally hemmings and and how much the you know of the of the Jefferson estate, Monticello, they're allowed to uh, take claim. You know, there's that's been going on for years. But again, man and woman, and they kept it under wraps, and they didn't invite kids to watch, which is all where this whole thing gets bizarre. Now we're celebrating dudes dressing up like ladies, and that's not even, it's not even that. Like, I get that dudes like to put on women's underwear or talk in high voice, or maybe they experiment with makeup. I get all that. It seems fun for them. But at the same, but the difference is, when you involve these kids and when you have parents who believe that it's okay for the kids to be involved and to, for the kids to be exposed to this, that's where it really gets weird. And the government's job, again, is to protect the citizens of the United States and most importantly, the most vulnerable citizens of the United States. Those are our children. But the, the government of the United States is neglecting to do that. Uh, the president, in fact, is, is the worst offender, especially now that he's invited. Uh, what is this woman's name or this guy's name? Um, uh, Marty Cummings, uh, hor again, a horrible name. Oh, uh, hopefully, hopefully that's a pseudonym. Marty Cummings is the drag queen. <laughs> Come on. I can't, who thought this was a good idea? Who at the white house said we're going to invite a drag queen called Marty Cummings to the white house to sign the, uh, respect for marriage act, which doesn't actually respect marriage at all. Marty Cummings, um, in a tweet last year said, Kids are out to sing and suck D. I'm not going to tell you what the D stands for, but I'm pretty sure you can pretty sure you can figure that one out. Um, also did another video talking about giving me the big D, an uncut D. Show me your D. While all the time she's or he's singing and dancing and there's erect penises uh, flashing across the screen. These are all tweets that we've been able to find online. Now, Marty Cummings himself has a private Twitter account, obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, but you know, nothing on nothing you ever put on the internet is is uh, private. Someone's going to find it, screenshot it, and get it out there, and that's exactly what's happening. So Joe Biden 
and the Biden administration are disrespecting marriage. They're disrespecting states' rights to decide what is marriage and what is not. And they're also promoting uh, pedophilia because they invited a drag queen who said the kids are out to sing and suck D um, to the White House. Also, I don't. here's the interesting thing, too. I don't even know if Marty Cummings is married, but you would think Marty Cummings married. Let's see. Uh, Marty Cummings. Oh, I guess Marty Cummings is married. That would make sense. So at least they got that right. Marty Gold Cummings, husband Blake, transformed into his drag character, Emma Talgal, in this week's episode of Drag. So Marty Cummings at least is married. I don't know why her husband wasn't there. You would think if you're going to be doing the Respect for Marriage Act, um, signing with a bunch of drag queens, you'd at least get, you'd at least get the spouse there. Uh, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing, folks. Uh, there's a lot of folks to blame here. I, you know, you can always blame the Democrats for everything bad and, and disgusting and depraved in this country because, well, they're behind all of it. Um, you can blame the drag queens, but, you know, people have urges. Um, you know, I guess these, these dudes have urges to dress up like women and go show their booties to little kids and inspire other kids to do this kind of sexually depraved stuff that they're doing, um, you know, for fun. I guess you could blame that. Everybody has urges. I get that. But what you really need to do is you really need to look at the parents, the parents who are, who believe it's okay, who believe it's morally acceptable, who believe it's their duty to introduce and inspire their kids to grow up in a similar fashion, or at least accept this as the norm. And again, there's always going to be a void to fill. For example, if you go to church, hopefully you can fill that void in your heart or your soul or whatever, all that uncertainty that everyone feels, you know, everyone's like, God, I don't know what to do. I have these urges. I could go act on them or I could go to church and pray about them. Or I could, you know, volunteer. I could go to the gym. A lot of people just go to the gym and work it out. I don't do that at all. I, I prefer to go to church. Um, you know, and they, and they, and that's, that's, there are several different ways to, to deal with what you, what you encounter as a human, the, the loss, the emptiness, the suffering, whatever. Um, and then there's other people who act on those urges or I guess give in to the guilt trips of others so that they can make themselves feel better. And I think that's what's happening with a lot of these parents. I think a lot of these parents are being guilted by the left, by the Democrats, by the gay community, by the media to say, look, there's nothing wrong with drag queens. There's nothing wrong with men who dress up like women and want to whip out their D's, you know, for, and then read stories to little kids. There's nothing wrong with that. There's something wrong with you, though, if you're going to try to make them feel bad. And so there, all these parents are like, I don't want them to feel bad. I don't want them to think I don't want, I don't trust them around my kids. So they bring their kids out and all they're doing is hurting the children because they're getting guilted into trying to be a better person by exposing their kids to sexually depraved behavior. Again, it's, it's not the kind of world I grew up in. I grew up in the world where there was a website and they would show you the dots of all the sexual predators in your neighborhood. And you would avoid those dots. If you knew, everybody knew the guy down the street who was weird, who was too close, got too close to kids, who would try to get the kids to come. Everyone knew that house. And we knew what went on in that house. And we, we told our kids to avoid it. We didn't knock on the door and say, hey, you want to put on your, you want to put on your bustier and come out here and read some Fox and Socks to my kids? No, we didn't do any of that. It's very bizarre that instead of protecting kids from potential sexual predators, you have a whole crop now of parents who are throwing them to the wolves or really, I guess not really wolves. They're more like, they're more like poodles.
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know I shouldn't laugh at this, but it's just too funny. And of course, you've got Joe Biden out there uh, aiding and abetting it. So look, um, it, this is, you know, there's as far as as far as this kind of stuff goes, I think just drawing attention to it and making sure people know that it exists is something that we need to keep we need to keep battling with. Um, you know, the Supreme Court, thank God, is conservative, will be for a very long time. But there's going to come a point in the near future when somebody's going to retire from the Supreme Court. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be Clarence Thomas, not while well, Joe Biden's president. It's not. But, you know, he's he's probably the next oldest, I think. And there's going to come a time when we need to replace him with another conservative justice, because the way the founding fathers did it, folks, was they were like I said, they were brilliant men, horny, but also brilliant. And they were able to figure out a way to protect Americans and the Constitution and our republic from the various branches of government that could be corrupted. The executive branch is corrupt. It's the most corrupted executive branch I think we've ever had in history. Not only do you have the the shady dealings with Joe Biden and his son in China and Ukraine and everything else, not only do you have the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ and the CDC, not only do you have him overstepping his boundaries at every moment. This Defense and Marriage Act is a great uh, point. The the uh, you know the using the CDC for uh, the the illegal um, eviction uh, moratorium, all this stuff. It's just the overstepping and the corruption of Joe Biden's presidency. Now you've got drag queens and pedophiles coming in to witness bill signings and they're being heralded as as pillars of their community. I mean, this is it normalizing normalizing the sexualization of children is just I mean, again, it's just sickening. So you've got corruption in the executive branch, the Senate. I mean, look, we got we got a 51 49 split for two years. Nothing we can do about that. But if you listen to my podcast from yesterday, you know that we have a brighter future on the horizon if we don't screw it up. The Congress, hopefully they're able to hold their own. Hopefully they'll, they're able to do the, all the investigations and keep everyone accountable and maintain that majority for a very long time because we're going to need it. And then there's the Supreme Court, which really, again, is the last bastion of, it seems like, morality in this country. And they will eventually, hopefully, right the wrong. Um, and and as, as long as we can protect the Supreme Court and the conservative majority in the Supreme Court, we should be okay until the rest of the country comes to their senses. But, you know, whatever you do, don't let don't let this become even more normalized than it is. And if anyone tries to normalize it, they've got to be fired. They cannot be put in a position of power. You know, like I said, I know that people have been horny for center for the existent, like ever since Adam and Eve got kicked out of the the uh, the Garden of Eden. I know they've been they've been chasing tail. Uh, but, you know, you keep it under wraps and you keep it away from the kids. And that's how you make sure, uh, you know, if you want to sin, do it on your own time. Don't expose your kids to it. Uh, maybe teach them that it's, you know, that everyone's weak, uh, but, but, in, but there is strength to be found somewhere other than drag queen story hour. All right. Uh, so like I said, we're going to keep, we're going to keep attacking uh, the Democrats and the depravity. We're going to keep letting you know what's going on. We do have a couple of things coming up next week that I want to remind you of our locals channel, markk.locals.com. Next week, the top 40 woke folk of 2022. We're going to count them all down on Friday. And you can watch it. I've been, man, we've been furiously editing this stuff. Um, you can watch the entire thing if you'd like on our Locals channel, markk.locals.com. Go there today, sign up, get yourself ready to go so that on February, I'm sorry, February, December 23rd at noon, you can watch the top uh, 40 woke folk of 2020. Also, for a couple of days uh, till, well, tomorrow, really, 
Um, I've upped the uh, the uh, discount on Ultra Maga, code Ultra Maga in the Marque shop. It's now 15% off. So if you want to grab some merch for Christmas, go do it. Go do it now. You get 15% off when you use code Ultra Maga. And that way, not only can you save the Republic, but you can look great doing it. That's markkshop.com.